It's Kincaid and Breckenridge. Rob Breckenridge with you here. One more day without Roger. He's going to be back on Monday. If you missed today's show, well, I tell you what, we had a lot of fun on the phones today. Some really interesting calls from Zach, from Daniel, from Ken, from Mari, and of course from our friend Jody. Don't forget to be listening to us weekdays, 9.30 to 12.30 on News Talk 770 and Newstalk770.com. Now let's get Zach in here. Zach, what's up? Hey, Rob. I just wanted to talk about your characterization of Trudeau's comments about the Baltics. So firstly, the I Baltic want to point out yeah. anyone who actually watched the video, it's pretty clear when he says that's not a thing. He's referring to the concept that someone would have a favorite Baltic country. Well, you can interpret it that way. I wouldn't say it's pretty clear. He would have said those aren't a thing. Um, if you think he tongue-slipped on that, why couldn't he have tongue-slipped on the concept of Baltic states as well? Secondly, I just wanted to point out that when you criticized him for this, you referred to the Balkan states. Um, so am I to take that you also don't understand the difference between the Balkans and the Baltics because of something you said offhand uh, in less than two seconds? Right, that I was making fun. Someone, uh, someone Putin debates the Balkans, and I said if, if those are a thing, which is making fun of what Trudeau said about the Baltic states. Right, but those are, in fact, different things, right? Clearly, yeah. Right, okay. Just wanted to point that out. So, a little bit of irony there. Maybe mm, forgive individuals maybe. for making tongue slips and talk about actual policy on your station rather than things the Prime Minister says in a CBC interview. Well, Zach, Zach an, offhanded, an offhanded reference to it is not the same as talking about it. At what point did I have any kind of conversation on this program about what Justin Trudeau said regarding the Baltic nations? When did I mention it? When did I mention it? You mentioned it earlier today. I made a little offhanded remark about it, and that's it. There wasn't even a reference to it. You would have to already know what the story is to know that that was in any way referencing it. I've not called out Justin Trudeau for it. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. Look, Zach, give me a break. If I really believed that Justin Trudeau didn't know what the Baltic nations were, I would be talking about it on the program. I'd devote a segment to it because that would be pretty darn embarrassing. But the fact that I haven't talked about it at all, I haven't brought it up at all this week, you're the first person to actually bring it up. And Zach hung up. Do I think that Justin Trudeau doesn't believe that the Baltic nations are real? That he doesn't know what they are? I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt on that. If he didn't see the story, so the guy who calls in and say, why are you talking about that, is the one guy who has brought it up this week. And Zach wants to talk about irony. Zach, you're swimming in it, buddy. Uh, first, I just want to say something quick about uh, the Peshmerga in, near Kobani. Oh, okay. You know, you got those women, right? They're fighters, right? Yeah, a lot the of Peshmerga them. Peshmerga women. You know, and uh, in, uh, in Islam, if you get killed by a woman, you don't get your 72 virgins up in uh, paradise, right? <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> that yeah, so you, know, you know those, uh, you know those, uh, those sewer rats, right? They have to go change their tunics. When those Peshmerga are on the battlefield, those Peshmerga women, you know what I mean? Oh, they're, they're, <laughs> tough. they're tough ladies. And, uh, yeah, okay, one other thing. Uh, you don't take ISIS too seriously, you know what I mean? You know, take it easy. Take a look at all the, all the lunatic barbarians throughout history, right? Mm-hmm. Look at what they've come to, you know what I mean? They'll, they'll, they'll wind up the same way. They're passing death sentences on little babies now. You know, newborn infants, right? Passing death sentences, uh, you know, because uh, they're, uh, they have Down syndrome, et cetera. But, uh, you know, Rob, are you there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, just you know, listen, uh, go ahead. You know, 30, 30 of those uh, sewer rats came out of that one downtown mosque, right? Went over to Syria, right? 30 of them. That one downtown mosque, right? Oh, on in Calgary Street, here. On 8th Street, yeah. Yeah, was Born it 30? Yeah, there was a number. There was a number of young people. They all, okay. I read, I read maybe you're right, maybe you're right. Why don't you get that Iman on 
your show. Where are all these Muslims condemning this bar- barbarism? Where are they? Get, get them on your show and have them come on and say this is an outrage. Well, I think they are. There was a there was a rally. There was a couple of rallies. There was one in particular I know in Calgary. Get them on your show, uh, an anti. Get them well, on your show. I okay. don't hear it. I, I listen to the radio all the time. All I hear is mewling cowards like Roy Green. Oh, I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid. You know, call these Muslims out, Rob. What are you afraid of? Well, that's not the issue. Yeah, the issue is get them on your show and have them condemn this this outrage. Well, okay, and then what? Thirty Calgarians, Rob. Thirty okay. Calgarians well, hang on from a second. that one downtown mosque are over there. Get that Ayman on your show and have him condemn this garbage. You mean the imam? Whatever. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Imam. Okay, Rob? Okay. Get him on I'll just your show and have him condemn this. And, and why aren't you no, doing no, any but, segments but Daniel, on hang that, on a second. Hang on a second. Do you, well, we did talk about it. murders, Rob. Murders and terrorists. We did talk about it. What are you afraid of? <laughs> I don't know. Political correct garbage. <laughs> You're afraid of civil rights uh, uh, suits and threats. Because you're a coward. Mm. Daniel Smith has got more balls than all of you cowards on the radio. Oh, I'm so afraid of you. You're afraid of everything. <laughs> okay. Daniel, I don't know what we're afraid of. I don't think we're afraid of any of that stuff, so I'm not sure where yeah, you're I coming from. You Danielle's wrong. a brave lady. Absolutely, 100%. I agree with you on that. We've talked about that. We've talked to local Muslim leaders. We've talked to those who are calling them out. When's I'm just the last curious. Time you've done a segment with Dan- a Muslim Daniel. leader on your show. Well, did you hear us with Raheel Raza last week? Rob. You, you, you attack Christians left, right, and center. That did you hear, about, Daniel? Robert, did you hear? Just let me, let me ask let you me, a question. Let me point out what a hypocrite. No, no, no. Are, okay? okay, but okay, you can point okay. that out. But just let me ask you the question: Did you hear yeah. our interview with Raheel Raza from the Council of um, Muslims Facing Tomorrow? Did you hear that? When was that? That was boy, Patrick. When was that? It was last Friday, I believe. It was Friday. No, it was no, Friday. Friday. We got the audio posted on the website. We got the audio posted on Facebook. Uh, she is a part of a Muslim from? organization, Council for Muslims Facing Tomorrow, and who is a strong critic of the jihadists and is willing to call them out, and is willing to denounce all of it. Well, Daniel, go look. I just told you. I just told you. So I'm, I appreciate the phone call. Uh so, <laughs> So, no, we're not afraid of talking about this stuff. And when it came out that there were a number of people from the same mosque who were going off to to Syria or trying to go to Syria to fight with ISIS, we certainly talked about that. Now, I don't know if he's implying that the imam is not willing to come on and condemn this. Right? It's not as though an imam can just walk into the studio and say, hey, by the way, I'm here to to condemn that stuff, so put me on the air. Uh, There was an anti-ISIS rally that was organized by local Muslims. And they were there. It was there to be seen. Now, it's not their fault if people didn't cover it or people didn't talk about it or people like Daniel don't know about it. But that did happen. So, yeah, that happened. That was good. But sure, it also did happen that we had a number of young people from Calgary go to fight ISIS. And that's a very bad thing. And we've certainly talked about it on this program. But I appreciate that, Daniel. 974-8255. A lot more time for your calls. I do want to get to a couple of other things when we come back. It's Kincaid and Breckenridge on Newstalk 770. Let's go to Ken. Ken's on the line here. Uh, Ken, how are you? Hi, Rob. I'm doing good. Excellent. I just wanted to make a comment here about uh, Canada's support and our way of life. Mm, And uh, so what I did is I, uh, you know, we go to our national anthem, and the first line it says, Our home and native land. Uh, true patriot love in all our sons command so then i just pulled up and looked up uh, what they're talking about when they say patriot love and uh, the definition of the dictionary says uh, a person who vigorously supports their country and is prepared to defend it against enemies and uh, detracts right. well 
I think Canada is a great place, and we have a huge, great history, and we have three things. We're welcome, we are helpful, and we're friendly. And uh, if you look at those three things, uh, we welcome other nations, we welcome refugees. Do you agree with that? Yes, I do. And the other is that we're helpful. We're in World War One and Two, and you know we come out of that. I don't think we look after our veterans very well, but we were helpful in supporting the nation. And uh, we also support our First Nations people. I don't think we're doing a good job in that either. But nevertheless, the third thing is we're friendly. We have an open community. We have open health care, and we have open uh, industry opportunities. We have a really great life. And uh, here's the issue. We need to support our way of life and it's slowly disappearing. We need everybody to go and say, Merry Christmas. I go to a couple of big hotels downtown, they tell me we don't say that. We need to cheer for and support Santa Claus. The Santa Claus parade, everything to do with Santa Claus, that's part of our history. Yeah. I think that one of the bigger things is, you know, we walk up and say hello, we shake hands, and we smile at people. We, in our way of life, we expect people to be friendly, to shake hands, and when we smile at them, we expect to see a smile back. Well, I get nervous about shaking hands this time of year because I'm a bit of a, a germaphobe, but, but Ken, I appreciate what you're saying. But, I mean, at the same time, I don't think there's an... Look, there, there are Jewish Canadians who are very proud Canadians. Muslim Canadians are very proud Canadians. Sikh Canadians are very proud Canadians. I don't think one's patriotism hinges on whether one celebrates Christmas. Uh, our history is based on that. No, I, don't, I wouldn't say for so. You, for a person to come in and say, I like your country, I'd like to be part of it, they should support our way of life. When we shake hands and say hello and give them a smile, we expect to see a smile back. Not a blind. Well, okay, over but them you know what? You you can be a, a surly you can be a, a surly guy who yeah. doesn't like shaking hands, and you you can still be a good Canadian. Just as you can be a good Canadian and not celebrate Christmas. I agreed with that, and uh, okay, they should ask. Uh, they should not ask us. Don't celebrate Christmas. Well, who's asking? Now? Ask us to say. Uh, if you say Merry Christmas, we'll be offended. So we're not going to say Merry Christmas. That's not the right approach. Well, but you're getting offended. I, uh, when, when a person tells me we can't say Merry Christmas, we've been told not to say Merry Christmas, I'm offended. And I think I'm a majority. If they say Merry Christmas to me, I'm happy. If they said Merry Christmas to another uh, religion that wasn't happy, they would be offended. We should look at the majority. Our history is comes from a Christian background, and we should support that. And I ask every one of your customers and listeners, listeners, when they go out, they should shake hands. Yeah, well, they can't, Ken, Ken, that's fine. We can, we can shake hands and all get along, but we're, we're not a Christian country. And I think part of the problem is by raising one religion above all, you kind of contribute to that, that sort of hostility that you don't like to see. That, that's what troubles me. If someone says Merry Christmas, absolutely, they mean well, and you should smile and, and appreciate it. But, Ken, at the same time, if someone says Happy Holidays to you, don't be offended. 
Well, I'm, uh, I agree with that. And, uh, but uh, we used to say Merry Christmas. Now, who suggested we shouldn't say that? I don't know. Who's, I mean, we had Darshan Kang on with Jock Wilson this morning, said the same thing. Uh, Mayor Nenshi on uh, our program yesterday said Merry Christmas. So I don't know who's all yeah, bent out yeah. of shape about it. I, I think you're kind of creating a straw man here, Ken. Well, yes, me. It's a majority. When a company says, we're not saying Merry Christmas, we're using Happy Holidays. Fine, that's their decision. Free country, their, isn't it? Some of their customer base. And what I want to tell you is I believe the offended customer base is the majority well, You just said stop being Canadian. offended. You said stop and, being offended and that you wouldn't be offended if someone said Happy Holidays to you. Uh, that's true. Okay, so, I so get I, over it. I don't get offended, <laughs> but I do say I don't get offended because they said Happy Holidays. Well, you, well you okay. You get offended because they say we're told that we can't say Merry Christmas. But how do you know that? You're the one asking, right? You're not just taking it at face value. If someone says to me, Happy Holidays, I'll say, hey, same to you. Thank you very much. It seems to me that if someone says Happy Holidays to you, your response is to say, wait a sec, why are you saying that? Uh, you know, I went to a major hotel downtown. We had our Christmas party there. And, uh, uh, and we're talking to the girl on the counter there, and we had a very pleasant, good time. And uh, we said, Merry Christmas. She said, we're told that we can't say that. Okay. Um, and I I've never run into that. I've never that, run into that. Do you want to say where it was? or you keep Oh, that? I don't I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, uh, Maybe people should know, though, shouldn't they? <laughs> they should. It's a major hotel right down across from the river there. Uh, anyway, okay. so, uh, you know, what I'm saying is, how many people are offended by the... Our tradition is being washed away. We don't even stand up and support it. Every Nothing. Nothing's being it, washed away, Ken. Christmas nothing's being washed away. That's, that's the problem. Ken, I've, I've got to take a break. Appreciate the phone call. You know what? Things are okay. We're going to be all right. We've got to take a break here. Back with more right after this. Let's go back to the phones. We've got, uh, is it Marai? Yes. All right. Okay, Thanks let for me get through in. this because I've got a couple of quick comments go to make. Go for it. Merry Christmas. Read Ken. Great man. Very well spoken. Uh, I am the opposite of Jody. Since when you had your own program in the evening, I liked you a lot better, and I certainly don't like Mr. Kinney Kate. And for your information, Rob, Santa started from St. Nicholas. We are still a Christian country because the Christians are the majority here. Well, it does make us a Christian country. We are a Christian country, or we were before the liberals and, and Kretschian come to power. Okay, who are the most important people working in any country? It is the people, the farmers, who feed the rest of the population. I suggest that people who, and your so-called mayor, the first night of the first election, he had the gobbledygook nerve to say, well, I guess the ice, I hate to use that word, but can't call us a cow country anymore. I am proud of my tradition. I come from a big ranching family, and I married a rancher. Thank you, God, for putting him... uh, Ranchers are great. So what what did the mayor... I missed that part. What did the mayor say that upset you? He said, well, Calgarians elected me, I guess the East can't call Calgary a cow 
country anymore. And I heard him say that several times on your newscast. Of all the blankety-blank nerve. Okay. I... So okay. you are, I remember him saying who are the most important people in any country? It's the farmers. farmers. Okay. Stupid as we are, dirty as we are, because we clean out the pig pen and the cow corral to feed the rest of you. I suggest, and on, on a totally different subject, I suggest people go to the library or buy the last issue of National Geographic, this month's issue. It's very, you spoke about we all come from this, from the same background. You spoke about Abraham. Mr. Rob, on this particular subject, you are absolutely right. And there's a picture of the so-called Virgin Mary on the front of National Geographic. And it says something, and she had the nerve to call us a cult, anybody that believes in this. But you know that even the Muslim people turn to Mother Mary. Did you know that? Okay, that's great. And when you talk about being an atheist, and uh-huh. I listen to you, do uh-huh. you know how I know there's a God? How do because you know? I can hear you, and you weren't didn't come from a big uh, a big bang, Rob. You just didn't. <laughs> really? So I will say a prayer well, for I you. I came from my parents. And, we came me? from their parents. No, I, I, yeah, I didn't come from a Big Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Someday I will stand outside your office. I will bring my lasso and my horse and my dog with me, and I will sit down and say, I want to have a discussion with you, Mr. Rob, because well, that would be fun. I think you're worth it. I'm not sure about Kenny Kate. Even uh, though he... Roger's great, and I'm, I'm sorry Roger's missing this. It's been a fun week. Do, do you think, though, that... By me not being religious, I'm I'm less of a Canadian than you. Oh, I'm not a Canadian to begin with. My oh. heart belongs to Alberta. Oh, do you think, Mr. Trump, if he becomes um, president of the United States, would allow me to claim a refugee status and come and live in Montana where I know people? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. No comment. <laughs> All right. Our, no comment. <laughs> I appreciate the phone call. What did you say with Mariah? Mariah. All right. Well, that was that was interesting. Okay. There have definitely been some colorful calls this week. It's been a it's been an exciting show that that's been happening this week. Um, but I I wanted to call in. Um, well, especially after Daniel's call. So. I mean, I listen all the time, and there's a bunch of reasons why I listen, but one of the main ones is that you and Roger have people with all different opinions come on your show, um, and different political stripes. It runs a gamut. And I also get the feeling from both of you guys, you're very open-minded, and you're both willing to have your minds changed. It, that is such a, an attractive quality, and I think that's probably the main reason why I listen to the show. So I, I'm just basically I'm calling and just say thank you, and you know you're doing it by yourself this week without Roger, and that's commendable. Um, and so when you're having your martini tonight after work, think of me because I always I, do, Jody. <laughs> okay, but <laughs> anyway, I'm just, I'm just calling to to support you and. Um, 
you're doing a great job. I couldn't do your job. I couldn't do it. Right. And you don't have Roger with his, his cracking, his jokes. And, you know, um, anyway, thank you and have a Merry Christmas. Right. You too, Jody. We know, you know we love you. We appreciate the phone call. Thanks for the support. There's uh, Jody. Jody's uh, top-notch, 100%. Let's take a break here. We'll come back. More time for your calls, 974-8255. Let's keep it going. We're back after this.